This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I cannot express the gratitude what my son came and visited you. Dr. Jacobs has been in practice for 37 years as a sports psychologist. I have seen a change in youth sports in the last 10, 15 years. I've talked about it a lot on this show. The Sports Psychology Hour. The best advice on the radio each and every week. Failure and losing and screwing up is something that happens in life. It happens in sports. And I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively. This is where sports talk gets real. That word playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids. And now here's your host. Good morning, Dr. everyone. Andrew I'm sports Jacobs. psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. And welcome to our Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio, 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every Sunday live in our studio in Kansas City. Our shows are broadcast throughout the country as the week moves on. And I look forward to doing this show with you every week as we talk about your mind. We talk about your attitude. We talk about all kinds of things related to the mental side of sports. But obviously, sports is on hold. Life is on hold. What's going to happen is on hold. We don't know. We are in an, an unknown time of life. Everything that's going on, we have not experienced before. With the scenario we are dealing with today, and, you know, I do this show every week and I love talking about sports. I love talking about youth sports. I love talking about kids and performance and attitudes and confidence and mindsets and sportsmanship. And it's hard to talk about this stuff right now because it's not going on. Sports is on hold. So what do we get into today? I want to talk to you about you. I want to get into discussion about you. How are you doing? We're in an unknown time of life. The closest anyone has dealt with this before is the 9-11 crisis. We are in an unknown scenario in life. We don't know what's going to happen where most of the country is now shut down. There are no competitions. There are no sporting events going on. Playgrounds are being locked up. School, high school, grade school, middle school fields are being locked because of the social distancing issue we're dealing with now, which hopefully you're doing, taking the time to be apart. It's an unknown time. You know, I have a quote that I've shared on this show for a long time. You know, I've been on the radio 29 years in Kansas City, 19 years here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. In the last year and a half, we've been syndicating the show around the country. I'm on in 11 cities right now, and our list is growing. My great uncle, Hurst Jacobs, was the winningest trainer in horse racing when he died 50 years ago, February 13, 1970. He won 3,596 races. I've mentioned that many times on this show. And when I was between seventh and eighth grade, went back to New York for a couple weeks and spent a week with him and, and, and Ethel's wife. Another week with my grandmother. It was more fun with Uncle Hurston and Ethel, I'll tell you that. Anyway, I went to the racetrack with him daily and he told me a quote, which his son, my cousin Tommy, repeated for, to me. Sports is the greatest theater in the world. Everyone knows their part, but no one knows what will happen. I think right now in today's society, we can change that around. 
Life is the greatest theater in the world. Everyone knows their part, but no one knows what will happen. What are you going to do to be responsible to take care of yourself? How are you coping? How are you dealing being at home? Are you staying at home except going out to the grocery store or the pharmacy or going on a walk? Are you working from home? Are you teaching your kids from home? How are you coping with all this? It's affected my business. It's affected everybody's business. So how are you handling it? That's all I'd like to get into today. We're going to open up our phone lines, and I'd like to hear from you. If you are an athlete, a coach, a fan, how has this changed your life, your training, what you're doing? How are you dealing with staying at home? How are you dealing with not going out to compete? How are you handling your emotions? You know, we're told what to do or suggested what to do by the government, by mayors, by governors, by the federal government. But are you doing it? How are you handling it? What's it like being stuck at home? I know my youngest son who lives in New York came home almost three weeks ago, thankfully got him out of New York with his dog. And we socially distanced ourselves in, our, in my house from each other for two weeks. And he's fine, fortunately, and so am I. So we're good. But we took the precautions suggested. And I was a little concerned with him coming back from New York, but he'd been basically isolating himself in his apartment working for the previous week. So fortunately for him, he wasn't around a lot of people. It's not easy. It's not easy staying apart in your house. It's not easy staying apart from your friends. So how are you coping with this scenario? How are you doing with it? Emotionally, are you handling it all right? Are you getting frustrated? Are you getting angry? Are you getting stressed? Are you depressed? Are you down? Are you, are you scared? I'd like to hear from you. It has nothing to do with sports now. It's about life. We keep hearing things will get back to normal eventually. When will it eventually be? It keeps getting pushed back and back and back. I don't know. You don't know. We're just going to have to wait it out. People are dying in the thousands now. In this country yesterday, over a thousand people died. People's lives have been cut short because of this. People are scared. People are getting angry. People are getting stressed. So how are you doing? How are you coping with this? I want to hear from you. And it has nothing to do with sports today. It's about life. Because here's the thing, we're human beings. We have feelings, we have emotions. You know, I've talked for years on this show and I was made fun of for a long time about athletes are people and they have feelings. Oh, come on, doc. Athletes are tough people. They're not weak-minded. Come on, why do you talk about these athletes who, are, who don't have confidence? I mean, they're, they're, they're not worth it if they don't have confidence. Well, you know what? Athletes are human beings. They have feelings. They, they have families. We talk a lot about athletes who have issues. Well, most athletes, most sports, professional sports team athletes on most of these teams are wonderful people. I've met a lot of them. They're not any different than you and me, except the fact that physically and mentally they may be a little bit more superior than a lot of us. But they're people. They're scared. They get scared. They have emotions. I remember years ago working with 
Major League Baseball team, there was a guy on the team who was scared to death to fly. And when I started working with the team, he had to sit next to me. I had to basically go through a relaxation hypnosis exercise to get him on the plane, have him sit next to me, have him fly. He was from Puerto Rico. State was there his whole life till he came to the United States. Scared to death of flying. There was a reason for it. We got into that. He eventually got over it. He was scared. I've had pro football players, NFL players, who have so much, so much anxiety, and I've had a number of them who had so much anxiety before they play, they get sick. They get scared. People are scared. This is a scary time. So I want to know how you're doing. I know our show is broadcast in Kansas City early on Sunday mornings. It's rebroadcast throughout the country at later times. But I'd like to hear from you. It doesn't have anything to do with sports today. It has to do with life. How are you coping? How are you handling the shutdown, being stuck at home, not being able to, to play, not being able to, to participate in sports? You know, the only sports we're seeing on TV now are reruns of, of old games. So I want to get in a discussion with you about this this morning. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. I'm Dr. Andrew Jacobs. As a sports psychologist with 38 years of experience, I've worked with athletes, coaches, parents, and officials, assisting them at learning how to handle issues like sportsmanship, self-confidence, developing a positive realistic attitude, and achieving maximum performance. I want more people to know about the importance of having fun, learning from failure, and that winning is about doing your best. That's why I created the Sportsmanship Foundation, a 501c3 educational organization dedicated to promoting and educating parents and athletes about the role of good sportsmanship in our development, our priorities to help bring back the fun into youth sports. If you're interested in learning more or making a donation, go to winnersunlimited.com radio. That's winnersunlimited.com radio. Doing your best, having fun, and becoming a winner. The Sportsmanship Foundation at winnersunlimited.com radio. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section, when dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them, just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful pain-reducing prescription medicines, but most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets, anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. 
Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section. When dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL, opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful pain-reducing prescription medicines, but most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets, anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Good morning, everyone. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB. This is a worldwide crisis now. It's not just located in China or Italy or the United States. It's all over the place. We normally talk about sports psychology on this show, <clears throat> but today we're talking about life psychology. So far, I've been talking about it. And I'd like to hear from you. How are you coping with life today? You know, I said earlier, my... Uncle told me this quote, sports is the greatest theater in the world. Everyone knows their part, but no one knows what will happen. I've applied that to change it a little bit. Life is the greatest theater in the world. Everyone knows their part, but no one knows what will happen. How are you coping? How are you dealing with this? How are you dealing with staying at home? And are you taking care of yourself? You know, to me, I've always tried to look at life from a positive perspective. You know, when you get confronted with something, there's the initial shock there's the frustration, there's the stress, there's the anxiety, there's the fear. And then there's the introspection that goes on. Okay, hold on, what's going on? Why did this happen? How am I gonna grow? How am I gonna get better? I know I personally am looking at myself, I've been looking at my life, I've been looking at where I'm at with what I'm doing, I'm reevaluating things. And I'm reevaluating my goals. I have goals that I work on every day. And I'm reevaluating those about where I want to go and what I want to do with myself. What about you? This is a great opportunity for you to do that. I know a lot of people are angry. A lot of people are scared. A lot of people are ticked off. A lot of people are worried and have a right to do so. This is a scary time. People are dying all over the country. People are sick. We need to respect the social distancing issues. So it comes down to this. 
when you are home and you have that time, what are you doing to grow personally? What are you doing to make yourself a better person? Are you reading? Are you searching things out? Are you trying to reevaluate how you're handling things? To me, this is a great opportunity to do that. How can we make a positive out of this? If you're not playing sports now, sports is a big part of your life and it's been put on hold, how are you coping? If you're a fan and you love watching games and all you're able to do is watch reruns of old games, how are you dealing with that? And if you're a people person, if you're a, if you're a coach, a teacher, an educator, and you spend time with people and now you can't have that physical contact, you might be able to get online and do FaceTime or Zoom or one of these things or talk on the phone or text or email, but you can't have the physical contact. How are you handling with that distancing, keeping yourself away? It's not easy. It's scary. We don't know what's going to happen. But how can we make the most of this? How can we grow from this? How can you become a better person from this? That's my question for you. So, Blake. Good morning. You t- good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Dr. Jacobs? Well, we're here talking. So yes, we are. You know me. I'm always in a good mood. I know. And I appreciate you waking up this early. Well. Come hang out with me. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm glad you're <laughs> here, too. Now, you tell how. So tell me how you're doing, because. You're you're not any different than the rest of us. You've got to come in, you come into the studio here, but you also have to stay at home, right? You're an athlete. You've played sports. You grew up playing sports. So how are you coping with all this? I think this is one of those times where, and you've talked about this the past few weeks on the show, is just you really kind of start reflecting on your life, what you've been doing, what you're going to do going forward. How has this changed you? And for me personally, I think one of the things it's done is. It's uh, it's given me some more family time. Um, I actually have a phone call for you. So one right, second. we'll get to that. All right. So you know, he just said something. More family time, being in at home. So if you're in your home, around your family, what are you guys talking about? What are you guys sharing? What are you guys discussing? This is a great opportunity to do that. It is a frustrating, scary time, but it's also a time that I think we can really work on personal growth and get better with ourselves. You know, we don't know when this is gonna end. We don't know, you know, the, the statement about life getting back to normal, whatever normal is, it may be a new normal, as they say. Things might be different. So Blake, finish up before we get to the call. So what are you doing? Yeah, so, sorry about that. Yeah, so I basically have been uh, spending more family time um, with my mom and my dad and just kind of reconnecting with the family. My sister lives out in Seattle. So we've been as a group FaceTiming her and actually playing games over FaceTime that we can all play together, which is fun. And I'm also, how's that, how, how's that left you before we get to this call? How's that left you feeling? Oh, it, it makes me feel great. It, it I mean, we're, I've always been big family people, but I think this has really brought the family back to realize, you know, we go through our day to day lives and things happen and all the mumbo jumbo and the rat race, but, really the things we miss most are just the love and compassion from your own family. Well, we're so busy in life to me where this, this can be a positive thing is to reconnect with people like that. And I think that's good. All right, let's see what our caller Frenchie has to say. Frenchie, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you doing? Handling things. Okay. Oh yeah. Doing great. Uh, yeah, just, uh, just out here getting ready to go into Walmart to get a few things for my wife and us. And, uh, 
and then get ready to have church service over Zoom, over uh, YouTube. So how's this how's this affected you? How are you handling this? Uh, doing pretty good uh, overall. Uh, my wife uh, has to stay at home. She has Meniere's disease plus a little kidney issue, so I have to go out and do everything, which uh, we, we have a lot of faith in God. Uh, we, we trust Him, and and it just we use you know good common sense uh, following the rules, but we, we trust Him. We spend a lot of time with... Uh, uh, I think we've gotten closer to our family. I've got a brother in Maryland who's got pancreatic cancer, just found out about that, and I'm sorry we're about working that. to support him. Well, God's got it. We we have a faith in Him. We we appreciate that. Thank you very much. And he's uh, he's he's his relationship with the Lord has grown stronger because of this, and our family is pulled together more. Um, uh, I'm seeing in the church we're creating new ways to reach out and pray for each other and keep in touch. And, and uh, so you're using so, so faith is helping you out. Oh, tremendously! Uh, you can't do anything without faith. <laughs> and it sounds like you know, it sounds like you're spending time sharing and talking with your family with your family members and it's allowing you not to, it sounds like you sounds like French you're already pretty close to everybody but it also sounds like it's giving you a chance to even get closer well actually we weren't that close we're pretty kind of a dysfunctional family uh, my mom got married a few times and stuff so uh, it's actually brought us closer in the sense of uh, we're, uh, the rest of the family is seeing this uh, our faith in the Lord and that and we're getting more contact, more more uh, talking with each other, and opening up, and probably um, healing some old wounds that might have been there, and, and then growing to find how much we do love each other and what we need to do. Well, sir, I want to thank you for calling. I want you to be safe out there when you're going. To, I know Walmart is now limiting the number of people to come into the stores, and you know we're going to have to adjust to this for a while until hopefully things can you know, change and get back to some sense of what normalcy, whatever that's going to be, which will be probably be different than what we've had. But let me ask this one question. What's the one thing you've learned about yourself from all this? To stay calm and, and trust, uh, trust the Lord more. Uh, he's helped me grow in our relationship, which has helped me to, to help my family and to be, a, to be steady for my family. And that's my family all over the country. We're spread out pretty much. Well, listen, you stay well, be safe, and thank you for sharing your thoughts this morning and give your best to your family from me, and thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Take care of yourself. All right, that frees up our lines here at 913-3810-810. I'd like to hear from you. How are you coping with social distancing, being stuck at home, not being around people? Give me a call and let's talk. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. I'm Dr. Andrew Jacobs. As a sports psychologist with 38 years of experience, I've worked with athletes, coaches, parents, and officials, assisting them at learning how to handle issues like sportsmanship, self-confidence, developing a positive realistic attitude, and achieving maximum performance. I want more people to know about the importance of having fun, learning from failure, and that winning is about doing your best. That's why I created the Sportsmanship Foundation, a 501c3 educational organization dedicated to promoting and educating parents and athletes about the role of good sportsmanship in our development. Our priority is to help bring back the fun into youth sports. 
If you're interested in learning more or making a donation, go to winnersunlimited.com slash radio. That's winnersunlimited.com slash radio. Doing your best, having fun, and becoming a winner. The Sportsmanship Foundation at winnersunlimited.com slash radio. Hi, Grandma. What's for dinner? Hey, honey, I'm making stew tonight. Ooh, can Nina come over? I'm not sure about our new friend. I wonder if there's been any drinking going on. Alcohol at her age can lead to so many bad things. I've been meaning to ask you, what would happen if someone offered you a drink? Grandma! This is hard. She's so young. But I know I need to talk to her about it now before someone tries to give her alcohol. If anyone ever does offer you a drink, I want you to say no. I have too much respect for my family and I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Really? I promise, Grandma. I love you too. Okay, how about tasting this stew and telling me what you think? Mm. Some children may try alcohol as young as nine years old. It's not too early to talk about drinking. For tips on how to begin the conversation, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. That's underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This message brought to you by SAMHSA and this station. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project, so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this, or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811 brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. If you suffer from COPD symptoms like shortness of breath and fatigue, where do you turn? There are medications and oxygen, but do you know about pulmonary rehab? Three out of five COPD patients have never heard of it. Pulmonary rehab is an exercise, education, and support program that gives you tools to manage your condition, and Medicare typically pays for it. So whether it's grocery shopping on your own or just walking across the room, pulmonary rehab can help you. Visit livebetter.org to find out about your options for pulmonary rehab today. Here's farmer and landowner John Prue. We purchased the land about three years ago, and there was an old farmstead on there with trees. We were going to clear the land so we could farm through it. We thought we knew where the pipe was, so we didn't call to get it located. The work on our property led to the damage of a light crude pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Good morning, everyone. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB. This is a worldwide crisis now. It's not just located in China or Italy or the United States. It's all over the place. Everyone's being affected. And the sports world is basically not happening right now. We're not talking about sports today. We're talking about life, like I said. We're in a different time. Sports is on hold. Life is on hold as we knew it. 
but life is not on hold because we're still living and we're existing, we're dealing with stress, we're dealing with pressure, we're dealing in an unknown time right now. So I'd like to hear from you, especially if you're a sports person, a coach, an athlete, a fan, a parent, an official, how is this situation affecting you? How are you handling life without sports right now? What are you doing to get by? More importantly, how are you dealing with life and how are you coping with the scenario we're living in now? You know, social distancing is the new term. We, I don't think, I, I don't think I'd ever heard of that before this happened about social distancing. But now when you're out exercising, going to the grocery store, are you mindful of keeping your distance from people? Is there a lot of paranoia out there? I'm sure there is. There are a lot of people who are scared to even be near anyone. I know when I've been at the grocery store, I've seen some people, they'll see someone walking and they immediately go the other way. There's a lot of fear out there and validly so. So how are you dealing with all this? Like I said earlier, is this an opportunity for you to learn about yourself? You don't have to be a sports person to call this show. You can be, well, well you're a human being, you're a person, you're alive, fortunately, because a lot of people are losing their lives because of this terrible, terrible scenario. To me, it's an opportunity when you're stuck at home, like I said earlier, to ask yourself, what direction am I going? Have I just been living day to day? Have I given myself some, some guidance? You know, last week we talked to Stephen Renwick, who's a sports psychology consultant in, in Manchester, England. And he was talking about some of the athletes he works with over there. One fellow's running a marathon in his backyard. He's a marathon runner. He runs marathons in his backyard. Talk about redundancy. Boy, how, how much more redundant can that be? It's like the dog running up and down the, the path. that This guy's probably developed a rut in his backyard running back and forth. So are you able to train? I know several of the professional athletes I'm working with are being pretty imaginative with their training. They're scheduling workouts on their own at certain places where they can go in because they have accessibility to some places where they just go there by themselves and do their workout. But now, this past week, schools and playgrounds are being shut down because of the importance of social distancing. So how are you coping with that with your family, with your kids? Are your kids getting frustrated not being able to be around their friends? And that's where I think, you know, social media and technology now, to me, lends such a positive, positive thing for us to give us the opportunity to reconnect and, and see people. I know one of the things that I've been doing is I'm trying to reconnect with people I haven't talked to in a while. This past week, I talked to a high school friend I haven't talked to in about three years. We talked for about a half an hour. Had a great conversation, caught up with each other great guy just you know you get caught up in life you don't have time to get into that i've touched base with relatives try to keep up i have several old elderly relatives back in the east coast talked to three of them yesterday see how they're doing they're all locked up in their home in their condos their homes and not leaving i have a cousin who's an infant who caught covid19 Six months old, but he's doing fine. 
Somehow he got it. They don't even know. But he lives. they live in New York. He's out of the city now. And he's recovered. Not sure how he got it. But he's doing fine. So how are you coping with this? What are you doing for yourself? I'd like to hear from you. Especially, you know, sports is such an important part of our society. Of what we're about. And when we do get back into it, I think the energy, the enthusiasm, the excitement is going to be explosive. I think people are going to be so excited to get back out there and compete, cheer, watch. And obviously we're going to have to do it slowly, carefully. And we're not going to just jump back into things. It's going to be a gradual thing, I'm I'm guessing. We're not going to go from social distancing to 80,000 people in a stadium overnight. There are going to be some changes. You know, flexibility, being able to adjust is so important in life. And that's, I know when I work with people, we talk about that. You know, I have a little figurine of Gumby and his horse Pokey on my desk at my office. You like that, Blake? That's funny. Well, thank you. What's the, what's the what does it symbolize for you? Flexibility. Oh, there you go. Being able to be flexible, adjustable. Okay, don't be so stiff. I mean, Gumby. You know, if, if those of you know Gumby is a figurine from years ago. In fact, I've had a picture on my I cut out a picture of the newspaper from about twenty five years ago. It's been on my refrigerator all these years of Gumby, a guy dressed in a Gumby suit in a canoe going down a river with guys paddling and Gumby standing up. Flexibility, being flexible. I think it's so important to be able to be flexible. And right now you have to be flexible. You have to be adjustable. You have to be able to change. Go with the flow. You know, when you're, when you're I always tell people, if you're in a, in a canoe or a kayak going down a river, okay, Blake, you're, what's going to happen when you're in that canoe? What, what are you going to encounter along, along your, your path? Probably some uh, rapids, some rocks. Right. So I got to avoid something. It could be some trash in the middle. You never know what's what's in this river. Could be some areas where you just have to have the canoe, the paddle of the canoe and the water guiding the canoe. You have to have some areas where you have to paddle because the water's still. Yeah. You're going to encounter forks in the river. Got to choose which way I want to go. Make decisions. You may encounter a waterfall where you got to adjust. Maybe you got to get out of the river and portage down to get to the other side. Okay. That's what life is right now. It's about being adjustable. You know, and... and you know, every week I come in and do this show. I don't know if anyone's going to call, if we'll get a bunch of calls. Depends on the show. You have to be adjustable. You have to be flexible. You have to have that mindset. And I think today, with the scenario we're dealing with in life, we all have to be as flexible as possible. I know a lot of people are angry. A lot of people are pretty pissed off about what's going on. Where's that going to take you? It's not going to take you anywhere. It's not going to help. How are you going to deal with that? How are you going to deal with those feelings? I mean, it's fine to be angry. We're, we're all angry about this. But how are we going to react to it? And just, you know, where's the anger going to take you? Anger is energy, so do you utilize it in a positive way? How are you coping with life today? Life without sports, life with social distancing, life with being shut down, stuck at home, working from home, teaching your kids from home. I know several of the young people I work with, we do FaceTime and phone sessions now. That's the new telehealth 
method of communicating. And it's it's different. You know, I, I enjoy the, the face-to-face contact with people. There's a connection you have, but now we have to deal with that without it. So it's a whole new new normal, as they say. We're in a different time in life now. And, you know, speaking of this whole situation, a lot of people don't realize that there are chemicals they're using it to disinfect their homes and workplace that actually can suppress their immune system, causing damage. And there's a reputable wellness company providing what's needed not only to f- fight COVID-19, but boost immunity. The company is the largest and longest standing online shopping club for healthy living in North America. And we've partnered with that. I know money's tight for a lot of people, so you can actually support our mission and, and help keep your home and family safe by shopping for healthier, safer, eco-friendly quality products that ship directly to your door. And every time you shop, 5% of your purchase goes towards the Sportsmanship Foundation, which I've set up to help educate people and promote positive sportsmanship. For details on this company called Mel Luke, you can become a member, be found at healthygreenkc.com or winnersunlimited.com and donate to the sportsmanship page. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. I'm Dr. Andrew Jacobs. As a sports psychologist with 38 years of experience, I've worked with athletes, coaches, parents, and officials, assisting them at learning how to handle issues like sportsmanship, self-confidence, developing a positive realistic attitude, and achieving maximum performance. I want more people to know about the importance of having fun, learning from failure, and that winning is about doing your best. That's why I created the Sportsmanship Foundation, a 501c3 educational organization dedicated to promoting and educating parents and athletes about the role of good sportsmanship in our development, our priority is to help bring back the fun into youth sports. If you're interested in learning more or making a donation, go to winnersunlimited.com radio. That's winnersunlimited.com radio. Doing your best, having fun, and becoming a winner. The Sportsmanship Foundation at winnersunlimited.com radio. Here's farmer and businessman James Wood. We farm about 3,500 acres. There's pipelines everywhere. The contractor working on my property did not have the lines located before he began work, and it resulted on a strike on a natural gas pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety campaign. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. 
UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Good morning, everyone. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB. This is a worldwide crisis now. It's not just located in China or Italy or the United States. It's all over the place. Everyone's being affected. And the sports world is basically not happening right now. Okay, let's go back to the phones. Let's see what Steve has to say. Steve, good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, Doc. How's it going, man? I, I really enjoy your program. Well, um, you. I think we've got every right to be angry. I mean, I, I, I felt I felt a lot of furious anger today. I was in the Basketball Hall of Fame ceremony, and I'm thinking about all the money I've donated and all the kids that have waited four years to play in the Final Four, and and uh, Azubuki came from Africa and never even played in the Final Four. It really makes me angry. I mean, we have a, a government, and the, the Chinese Communist government, the people are wonderful, but their government uh, basically let this happen. I mean, they basically let everybody go to Chinese New Year and let this spread around the world, and they should be tried for war crimes. I mean, we've got 10 to 20 missing millions missing cell phones in China, and our media is uninterested in the slaughter. You know, they're, they're totally uninterested in, in focusing on China. All we focus on is missing, missing uh, rubber gloves. So why, why shouldn't I be angry? I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I had furious anger for about four hours yesterday, and the only thing that made it better was I watched the Celtics, the, a rerun of the Celtics and the Lakers. I mean, I felt like something has been stolen from me. I, I mean, my personal investment, these, these kids are sitting there for four years, just for some some Chinese Chinese communist government trying to push all this stuff down. All right, let me let me let me jump in, Steve. Let me jump in. Okay, first of all, this you really happened. I mean, this you, really happened yesterday. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm no, not joking. you have every right to feel the way. Yeah, I, but but here's my point. I mean, I think we're all angry, and you know, some of us are angrier than other people. But here's here's my question to you, though. What are you going to do about it? What can you do about yourself? And here's my here's my point. Right. Okay. I mean, I'm angry, too. I've got all these kids that I've been working with, high school and college kids. A lot of them aren't, you know, they're not even talking to me now because, you know, they, they can't afford it and their seasons have ended. Okay, I've lost a lot of business. I've lost, you know, financially it's affected me a lot, too. It's like most of us. Okay, but the, here's the question. What can you do? You know, you can be angry at that all you want, but what's that going to do for you? That's my question. Right, right. So how can you... feel better for three or four hours, but what does it do... You know what? What does it do at the end of the day? You're still in the same. You know, you're still in the same. It feels good to prosecute the Chinese for war crimes or whatever. But you know, I the what what bothers me is that these kids put four or five years investment in their lives to this goal. This this weekend was supposed to be a celebration. This is supposed to be a, a celebration of Kansas City or the tournament a few weeks ago. We we're supposed to be in the Final Four. We maybe play for the championship. I guess 
538.com has us playing Michigan State for the championship on Monday. Well, and and, and, and you're talking about you're talking about you're talking about KU obviously. And and look, yeah. and I'm a huge KU. I used to be their sports psychologist. <laughs> I was their first sports psychologist. I'm a big KU fan as well. Yeah, I mean, KU could have made it. They may not we don't know. But here here's the point, Steve. What are you going to do to get through this? This this is my question to you. Okay? You you have every right to be angry at China and whoever. I know people are angry at all kinds of people, the go- our government, all kinds of people. But it doesn't get you anywhere, okay? Right. So you've got to ask yourself this question. How can you get through this, all right? What's go- so that anger, how are you going to do with that anger? Are you working out? Do you, do you work out at all? Oh, yeah. Well, I walk on the golf course. But, I mean, I just focus on the, on the future, on the players coming in. Maybe Dotson will stay. I mean, Doke is gone. But I, what I, what I, what I, I just want someone to honor what these kids have done or rather, it just it just goes away. It just it, it, it feels like it feels like futile. It feels like all, everything that I've done for the last three or four weeks has been futile. You know, it's like I had. I, it's just I was so angry I couldn't see straight. Well, let me make this. Let me make. Well, and, and and you've got a right to feel like that. Like I said, yeah. everyone. But but where's that going to take? Here's my question though, Steve. Where's that going to take you? Okay, getting continually, you know, getting angry every day and angrier and angrier and angrier is not going to get you anywhere. Okay, positively. Right. It's gonna it's gonna just throw you down a tunnel, okay, a, a hole. So oh, I was that, there. I was there yesterday. I can man. tell. I was I was I was in the tunnel. I was in the tunnel until I started started watching the old games. Man. Well, but but was, see that. Totally see, there, yeah. Here's my point though. Okay, that anger, that frustration, that that hostility, is energy. Okay, it's intensity. Mm. How can you channel that in a positive way for you? Okay, how can that help you? See, here's my point, and I started the show talking about this today. How are we going to take what's going on to help us, from an introspection perspective, looking at ourselves, become stronger and better people? Okay? Yeah. You have control over one thing, Steve. What is that? Well, your attitude. Your, how you, the choices you make with, with that attitude. You have control. You have control. Excuse me. You have control right. over yourself. Yeah. You have control over yourself, what you're doing, how you're doing it. Okay. And so, you know, being ticked off, pissed off, angry, whatever term you want to use, fine. Okay, but but how are you going to channel that in, the, in in a good direction? Yeah, you're right. There there's thousands and thousands of kids at all levels of sport whose seasons have been taken away from them. Okay, you know, all the way from youth sports all the way up to the professional level. Okay, it, it, it's not going to come back. You're right. They've been cheated out of something. They they didn't do anything wrong. But you have to ask yourself, how am I going to be a better person? How is this going to make me a better person? What am I going to learn about myself when well, I get that's angry? What I'm worried about. Well, I'm I, worried about we're getting in paralyzed by fear, and we've got to we've got to get something start going. Whether it's like an NBA horse competition they were talking about, well, somebody has to be the first one to get out there and start doing something because we're all afraid about getting sued and open up your business. You know, just someone has to step up. You know, well, I think people. I think first and foremost, people are afraid. I think first and foremost, people are afraid of getting sick and dying. Okay. Yeah, that too. That, that, well, <laughs> that's that's the first thing. Okay, and until. You know, until this thing starts to calm down, Steve, we're going to be in this situation. I mean, reality yeah. is, unfortunately, we can blame whoever you want to blame. Believe me, I've got my opinions on this, too. But it doesn't do any good. Okay. Well, man, you, I, was in, I was in a hole yesterday, man. I, just, I was watching that Basketball Hall of Fame ceremony, and I, I, for about five or six hours, I was just, you know, I, I couldn't, couldn't handle it. You know, so I, like you said, you've got to go walk on the golf course or something, dude. Get your mind off. Of well, it. exercise. Golly. Look, exercise, physical activity is the best thing you can do. Obviously, it's got to be isolated now. Okay, right. you can't play ball with anyone, but you've got to you've got to do some physical activity. 
And quite frankly, I, I mean, I, if, if it gets that bad, Steve, call, I, I talk to people. This is what I do. I help people oh, I know, go through this. I hadn't been that angry in a long time. You know, it's just, I don't know why it hit me. It just, it, it's just like there was five years were stolen from these guys, you know, of, of hard work every single day of the year. So it just, it just didn't seem right. Have you ever heard the term life's not fair? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, sure. it's not, it's not. And, and, you know, I can sit here and tell you all kinds of things that I've had to deal with in my life that, that quite frankly, haven't been fair. But, you know, you got to cope with it and work with work through it. And so right. I think what you have to do right now is you've got to look at yourself. I, if I was you, I would take some time and ask myself, why am I getting this intensely angry? And what can I do with this to make me better? How is this going to make me right. better? And how am I going to work through this? Because the situation is what it is. Okay. The situation is what it is right now. Well, you can't change the situation, donating, but you can change you. Right. I was going to donate some equipment to the hospitals or something, work on that, or find some other project, you know, just, there you go. just to not to focus on the bad stuff. Man. There you go. It's, you can get in that deep hole, man. Well, that, okay. <laughs> you just hit it. Excuse me. You just hit it on the head. Do something for others. Okay. Right. Do right, something man. constructive for others. Okay. Because that is something you can that. do. Listen, you, you take care of yourself, and you'll get through. We're all going to get through this. It's just a matter of when. I want to thank you for calling in. And I know there are a lot of people feel like that. A lot of people feel that way right now. It's a very scary time. But here's the thing. There are mental health people out there like myself who are available to talk to you. You can certainly call me. I do all these sessions down the phone, FaceTime, whatever. And I'd be glad to talk to you and help you out. My, my office number is 816 Five six one five 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 six. Steve, if you get angry again, you need to give me a call, my friend, because you got to deal with this better. You know, eight one six five six one five 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 six. My number, my email address is drj at winnersunlimited dot com. You know, this this is this is a scary time. It's a frustrating time, and just like Steve, right there, he's he's angry about why this happened. You know, and look, we can blame whoever we want to blame. It ain't gonna do it. It's not gonna do us any good. We can blame the government, we can blame China, we can blame whatever. But the fact of the matter is you got to deal with it. I mean, believe me, I'm not happy about this situation either. I mean, I'm a psychologist, but I'm a human being. It's scary and frustrating for me too. But I'm trying to grow and get better. And that's how I'm looking at this. Hope you've enjoyed the show today. Our shows are podcasted here at Sports Radio 10 WHB. They're on SoundCloud. They're on my website, winnersunlimited.com. Check out my website. There's a lot of stuff on there. We're putting new new stuff on there as well. Listen, it's a scary time. It's an unknown time. But I said earlier the quote, sports is the greatest theater in the world. Everyone knows their part. No one knows what will happen. I'm changing that to this. Life is the greatest theater in the world. Everyone knows their part, but no one knows what will happen. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Take care. We'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to the Sports Psychology Hour. For more information, go to winnersunlimited.com. I'm Dr. Andrew Jacobs. As a sports psychologist with 38 years of experience, I've worked with athletes, coaches, parents, and officials, assisting them at learning how to handle issues like sportsmanship, self-confidence, developing a positive, realistic attitude, and achieving maximum performance. I want more people to know about the importance of having fun, learning from failure, and that winning is about doing your best. That's why I created the Sportsmanship Foundation, a 501c3 educational organization dedicated to promoting and educating parents and athletes about the role of good sportsmanship in our development, 
Our priority is to help bring back the fun into youth sports. If you're interested in learning more or making a donation, go to winnersunlimited.com slash radio. That's winnersunlimited.com slash radio. Doing your best, having fun, and becoming a winner. The Sportsmanship Foundation at winnersunlimited.com slash radio. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section. When Dad injured his back... When your basketball star tore his ACL, opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful pain-reducing prescription medicines, but most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country, and tragically, More than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Hi, Grandma. What's for dinner? Hey, honey, I'm making stew tonight. Ooh, can Nina come over? I'm not sure about our new friend. I wonder if there's been any drinking going on. Alcohol at her age can lead to so many bad things. I've been meaning to ask you, what would happen if someone offered you a drink? Grandma! This is hard. She's so young. But I know I need to talk to her about it now before someone tries to give her alcohol. If anyone ever does offer you a drink, I want you to say no. I have too much respect for my family and I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Really? I promise, Grandma. I love you, too. Okay, how about tasting this stew and telling me what you think? Mmm. Some children may try alcohol as young as nine years old. It's not too early to talk about drinking. For tips on how to begin the conversation, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. That's underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This message brought to you by SAMHSA and this station. <laughs> 